No, we're officially recording. Let me. Um, who is this? Are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, who is this? Oh, uh, my name is Mike Torres. Oh I'm shit! I, I I'm trying to assume your age, um, <laughs> and I, I I I'm led to believe that you're 30, but you're are you? Are you 30 years old, or are you just under? Uh, just shy. Yeah, I'm 29. Oh, and I have to get this out of the way first. Um, and you're probably sick of this, but do you have front torque advice? Because <laughs> do you skate um, flat, and you you skate flat, and you can do front torques really well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, well, yeah. I I skate flat, and I can do front torques. Um, I like to put my foot 90 degrees, like right, like perpendicular to the ledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people get confused by that, but I, like, they get confused as how, how I do that with flat rocker, but if you think about it, like, if you do, like, the kind of, like, half macchio, half torque, like, how could you do that with flat rocker? You know what I mean? Like, you would never, I, like, to me, I feel like that's, like, wheel bite all day. Yeah. Um, so, and I, then uh, yeah. Back torques, um, though, do you, do you have the back torques? I know. Th- I just, I don't like them as much, but yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back torques are, are hard to sell, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, they're like really like safety sort of thing, you know? Just off the top of your head, can you name your favorite back torque? Because I, I really can't oh, think of in, one. In rollerblading? Yeah, uh, of all videos and everything. Latimer did that pretty awesome one down the, over and oh. down the tile ledge um, what video in Arizona. Uh, oh, yeah. It might have been in feet. That yeah. was pretty cool. That and was, there was a, good a one. really good Latimer picture of him back twerking in a daily bread on an outledge. That was really sick. Um, it was almost a set slide, but it was like that again. That like perfect ninety degree like back twerk. Like I don't know, super grabbed. It was awesome. Yeah, what picture is that? Like uh, uh, it was. Do you, shot like from skate the back. skate wise? What did he have? Oh, USD. It was old. You don't know. Oh, it was, it was USD. Oh, was USD. Old. Yeah, yeah, it was USD for sure. Okay. Yeah. Shit, I should know that, but oh no, I do know, I do know that. And he was like missing an anti rocker wheel or something. Oh yeah, I think. you know it better than I do. <laughs> that is a sick picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember uh, Joe Navron or who? Didn't Joe Navron have like a step on torque that was actually kind of nice in an older VG? <laughs> do you remember you that? Stumped me. No. Oh, okay. I don't like, want to go like get FP like Joe Navran. Joe Joe Navran. I, I don't know yeah. if that's how. And did I say your name right, by the way, Mike Torres? Yeah, yeah. That is right. Okay, good. I'm sure if we we're in Puerto Rico, they would say you pronounced it wrong, but that's how I pronounce it. Oh, is that your heritage? Uh, yeah, yeah. And they, how, how would they say it? Uh, like you roll the R, so it'd be like Torres. Torres. Yeah. Puerto Rico. And I'm probably even announcing that. Uh, pronouncing that like wrong still <laughs> even though i'm trying to pronounce it <laughs> but i'm glad i got it right because for the longest time i thought it was just like tours tours, tours. Uh, do you still get tours. that it'd be terrible no no i've never gotten that okay that's good and yeah. uh rochester is your where hometown. you are it's your hometown but it's not where you are currently it's not where i am currently no where are you right now right now i'm in greenville south carolina holy shit yeah yeah uh, that's where I live and I relocated for like a job situation. Yeah. So. That's, um, actually the first thing I have written down here was, uh, 
how, how did that all come about? Because I, I think I saw like a photo on Facebook where it looked like a really big, important meeting or something. And there was some rollerblading footage in, in some video that you were showing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that uh, all about? That was, uh, okay, so like what do, I, what do I do down here is I work um, in a uh, relatively new production department within an advertising agency like mm-hmm. a, a, a like i i think it's like fairly big but i don't really know anything about ad agencies so um i guess it's like small on like the grand scheme of things but uh so they were creating like a uh in-house like production facility but it really just started out with like motion graphic stuff um and then there's a rollerblader that i work with named david dodge who got hired on as like a motion graphic designer. Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, they all kind of started like maybe like a couple of years ago or something, but he told like, he basically like told me that they were like, there, there was going to be like room for a position to like um, be like, they'd be hiring like a director of photography or like an editor in house. So um, it, 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 like once it actually like came to fruition, it was like, you know, he kind of like look at everything and you're like, wow, this is like a really unique opportunity. Cause it was like, I, I basically came in and was like, you know, there to help mold a, a, a new department in this in this like agency. You know what I mean? And, and, and so far, it's been really pretty successful. Uh, somehow, I, <laughs> like it's, it's a fluke almost. Like I think like, it's I don't the, know, the rollerblader in you. Uh, at least all the people that we grew up with here that are kind of around our age range have been very successful in whatever they've pursued like the skills that they've learned kind of through yeah. skating so you were kind of like the head of the department then um I, no 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 no. i would never call myself that but, but you I, helped I, I am, I am like the head of like what like i do kind of you know what i mean like i'm i'm the one i am the one who does this you know what i mean there is there was the job didn't exist before i was there and there isn't really anybody else that can like fully like kind of do what I do in the agency. Like we, I, I, Dodge has like an assistant now that he, and he like dabbles in some video stuff and he's a skateboarder too, actually. Um, which we always like kind of give him shit, but we're all just busting balls. Though. But, uh, um, he's a cool guy though. But, um, but yeah, he, he like, he, he can like shoot some video and he, he's pretty good. He, he's, you know, he's, he's learning. He's still like kind of young, but yeah. he's definitely like got a good eye for it and stuff. So, it's it's cool to like now I kind of have a backup and so does Dodge and that's been uh, that's been working out pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. You're you're like a videographer editor, like you do shooting and editing then for this. Uh yeah yeah yeah. That's the best. Doing both is really important. I hate editing, but yeah. Oh, you do? I, I like I hate editing in like profession. Like I don't know. Like I I don't I don't hate it. I I like to say that, but I I really don't. But uh. Like I really like editing my own stuff, and it is all my own stuff. But like, oh, more corporate my own stuff, stuff. Like what I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah. sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but um, like if I didn't have to edit at all, I, I probably wouldn't lose too much sleep over it. Like if I could like just pick and choose whatever, like the projects that I want to edit, like those are the ones that I edit. Versus like and everything else can like go to somebody else. Like that would be awesome. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not big on editing, but I like it. But yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree with that. Actually. Um, because there's a few things every once in a while that I work on that I get really engaged in kind of like a, a skate video type thing. And then there's some things that it just hurts me to have to like go through the footage and pick stuff out. Yeah. And yeah. filming is awesome because it's the variety of it, you know? 
and you're mm-hmm. always learning new shit. So that's kind of what you prefer is being out in the field and filming. Yeah, 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 totally. The, um, the people skills involved in that one's really interesting. Like, is it is it just you or how many people go out to film something? Oh, it depends. Uh, I usually film, like, we'll have, like, a crew that I'll, I'll, I'll like, film on a set for the most part. For, wow. for what we've been doing, yeah, like, recently it's been a lot more of that. So it's, like, less of a videographer role and more of, like, a director of photography because I have to, like, you know, figure out the lighting and the situation and what the camera moves are going to be and, like, kind of piece everything together. So it's kind of been a lot of responsibility that way, and I've kind of had to, like, learn some stuff on the fly. Holy and, shit, like uh, uh, focus markers and things like that? or Yeah, yeah, I'll have like an assistant, like an AC sometimes. And um, d- depending on the shoot, like, it's really, it all depends on the shoot's budget. <laughs> so like if, I, if there isn't a big budget, like I'm the only camera op. And I, yeah, and then, then I just have to hit my own focus marks and things get a little sloppier. And, you know, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. But uh, but for the most part, I'll, I'll look, you know, we, we, we you know, we, we get like, um, you know, decent crews sometimes, and I have the appropriate assistance that I need, and to to like get, uh, you know, the the quality that that we're all looking for. So that's kind of cool. Wow, so. that you have something very important. Um, and uh, Todd and I always talk about this: is that you can make videos, but you're also really good at skating. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's important. I I think like like for like think about like lines and like uh. Like, I don't know, like, it, say, like, you're using, like, Glidecam or something like that, like, you know, Steadicam stuff, like, there's, a re- there's like, part of a reason, like, Vinnie Mitten is so good at, like, Steadicam work, because he's so good on his feet, and, like, and so good at skating, you know? Even- like, it's, like, following people is, like, really such a, like, that's such a huge thing, like, for fisheye filming and stuff like that. And you you would have a feel for skating, because not I'm not just, like, good at the actual act of skating, but um, your your tricks and everything that you can do, I mean... There's there's some videographers that don't actually really skate very much, and I'm right. surprised that that's not some of the best videographers ever, or whatever you want to call. Um, we're also good at skating, I found. Right. So I feel like there's an advantage there. Yeah, I think it's I think it, like a a lot of it is like knowing skating really well too. You know, like um, you know that there could be a really skilled cinematographer like coming to like shoot a skate session, but. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I could go either way, but you know, some, they just, they just kind of wouldn't get it. Like they don't know like the apex of an air. Like they don't know when that is, and they can't really get their timing. So, like somebody who is really skilled on camera but doesn't know like the movements of skating would never really be able to film fisheye. You know That's what I true. mean? Like they would never be able to do it because like you don't know. Like if well, they would be able to do it, but it would be like the lazy man's fisheye. They'd be like eight feet away. Everybody would be an ant in the frame or whatever. But you would never get that like solid like fisheye shooting that, that that everybody kind of strives for and you really just need to know you know when when to pull out when to push i mean if it's like a you know if you're just staying in place i mean like you know when to pull out when to push back in or what to accent you know if you're if you're you know i know you guys do it a lot or you you know no yeah you guys do it a lot like when like it, and, and editing too like where do you slow down in the trick and stuff like that but like sometimes like you'll tilt down on like on just their feet and like you know if they're if they're like you know, you know, if like I, I've just noticed these things, like when like Todd might be like rolling over like a bunch of uh, just weird things, but like you're just like fully on their feet, like on his feet. You know what I mean? And I like it's so important. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. the feet like right in the frame, and like everything else might even if things get cut off or fall out or fall off or you know whatever it is, but you like you know 
you know what's important in that frame. You know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like so important. And I think oh, even people in skating like forget forget that. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's it's I don't know. There's like so many little things that you can do with camera that, to to really like accent shit that it's like so awesome. Like, Definitely a nice zoom in on the feet. Um, you know where yeah. I stole that from was uh, did you watch that video? Um, I think it was Fantastic Puncher. It was like a Japanese video. Fantastic Puncher. No, you don't know that one. No. Um, is this was... like an online meme thing, or is this like a no, skate... no, no? It was oh, a real. Oh. It was. Uh, it had like a Chake Ito section. No, yeah, I I know exactly. I don't think I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. I remember the name just being so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name of the production company, but it has a really good name. Like, there's graphics throughout the video where the production company name just comes up at different times. It's really <laughs> awesome. Super Japanese. Um, but in that video, they did some. Uh, they did a lot of filming of the feet, and then. Mm. And then I made, there may have been one other shot that like Randy did where it was like filming close in on the feet. And I, I realized that no one had been doing that in a really long time. So you yeah. see it in old videos. There's like some really nice shots where someone's front siding a rail. Yep. And you can see like the groove lock in. Yeah. Or like a sole or an alley-oop sole where you really see the foot hanging over. I love that stuff. Yeah. Which I, I really, go on. Go oh, on. no, I was just going to say, I think why people are probably craving to go back to um, more of a traditional camera with a zoom because I've had that conversation with with a few different people to have the yeah. flexibility of a nice zoom um, mm -hmm. there's just so much you can do with it yeah yeah so. DSLRs are, are are cool uh, and stuff but it they're real yeah they're just not flexible at all like in a professional aspect I would prefer them over video camera 10 times out of 10 uh, well nine times out of 10 uh, but um, like just for the look, you know, but, uh, but yeah, for skating, like I've, I've really been on like going back to using an HPX 170. Uh, that's the Panasonic. Yeah. 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 And that's, was it like a, a camera that you had for a while? And uh, I had, I used, to, I used to own a HVX 200. Um, and then I sold that, you know, to go the DSLR route and like, Pretty much everybody did. <laughs> yeah. not, not proud of it. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, you were kind of ahead of the game in, on the DSLR thing a little bit, I remember. You yeah, were I, earlier I, I, on doing like the DSLR thing a bit better, like in terms of you're really good with filming on the tripod and making sure everything was stable and yeah, so it looked good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's that I mean everybody knows that though. Like that's a big problem with the DSLR is like nobody wants to stabilize it, I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's, like it just seems like a I, I really don't know why. I, I mean, it, it that's a bad camera to not stabilize, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, with like a with like a normal like video camera like a you know, I mean, look at like uh, like Bo Coddington's old videos like uh I mean, he filmed on an uh, XL1. Like all of that, all of his old videos were on XL1. You know, and, and he like, was, how, and he was all handheld. Really like, good, good on it with a zoom lens too. Super good, super. Like I, I like pulled off of his style so much in like my in my like zoom filming, like because it was the best. It was absolutely the best. I think we talked about it when he was on the podcast, but like I jocked, he would do like the slow zooms. Where it would like it would just slowly zoom in, and the shot would be locked off, and the skater would like enter and do the yeah. trick and exit. 
oh yeah those, when those angles are nailed they're mm. just they look so good totally. you're, you're right kind of what you were saying earlier there's just so many different ways to film skating that um things get kind of like stuck in cycles on how how things look yeah yeah and totally do i still sound okay there's no echo or anything no yeah you're good yeah. okay excellent yeah and uh i hope um i hope like even watching um imagine blade Chun, how it was sd mixed with hd it's like i wasn't even really i didn't care how it looked at all it was i didn't even notice i i know they announced it right in the beginning but i i, I truly like couldn't notice i thought of the whole thing was done really well oh like, so good yeah um, yeah it was seamless the and and aj was the, the other person that i talked to about you know going back to video cameras and his filming and that the hd filming that was in that video was really good but it was so awesome to see it mixed in with um dustin's like getting up really close with the fish eye and yeah the editing like the thought that he put into editing that i hope more people get to see that the fact that it's not like online for free right now um i don't think as many people have seen it but leon's making dvds so oh really um, yeah i think it more making dvds just to like send out with orders and and give to people that that he probably sees when he's out skating hopefully something like that because can you imagine like that being your first video like your introduction to rollerblading it's a really good one yeah for that holy shit i don't even know what i would think <laughs> there's a lot to take in there there, there really is but, but there's a lot to take in with every skate video you see yeah that's true Ma imagine a video like um god I don't, i'm not trying to like just something really like imagine a video like regardless or something being the first video you see and it's just like really good skating right but yeah. like it's just like you know you got zombie graphics it's really you know it, it like super technical or even something that's like uh on the other end i don't know like a razors video or something like being the first video you see that would be just too much to take in yeah you even know like it would be yeah. really hard to uh to understand what skating was about because it's like uh it's yeah it's so technical and so outside of the realm of a beginner mm -hmm. even getting close to doing any of that right yeah so yeah. i'm sure it, skateboarding doesn't really seem to have those issues with accessibility though and, and it's so technical it's so technical like, oh I, yeah when todd and i watched that um pretty sweet video it's getting like too technical huh but um yeah, I wonder why they don't have. I they just have the decades of history, and good marketing. But yeah. <laughs> decades uh, of history equals good marketing. That is, yeah, totally. And uh, there, it's it's like any other sport now. You know, there's yeah. lots of. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, totally. Is there lots of uh, the scooter thing? Is that is that happening out where uh, you are, or uh, in Rochester? Is it? Um, in in. Rochester, yeah, I, that was happening a little bit before I left. Um, I think I see it here a little bit. You know what we don't have in either place, uh, really, is outdoor like free skate parks that I've lived. What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, man. And well, Rochester never. Rochester always had like prefab parks, which like there's a time and a place for prefab parks. Like those are those can be fun, but for the most part, are a disaster. You know. Uh, and when I was moving, I was, like, so excited to, like, move to a place, like, in the south that, like, it's warm and, like, uh, there's definitely going to be cement parks, right? There's got to be, right? And yeah. 
nothing. <laughs> what? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, there's none in this area. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like out of the loop. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Cement parks are very important, especially if you work like, do you have just traditional nine to five hours, Monday to Friday usually? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very it's, important it, to have a cement park just if you only have a little bit of time before and after work, just mm-hmm. to go somewhere and and have all of the spots set up for you in a park. Yep. What we do have here, um, which is funny because the first time I... The first time I was here, I was doing a cross-country trip um, with some friends back in, like, 2009. And uh, we stopped in Greenville, South Carolina, like, kind of randomly, but kind of because I knew Dodge through, like, BMAG. Like, you know, just the blading sphere and, like, you know, the, uh, then us both being, like, video dudes. We kind of, like, knew each other, too. So, we made, anyway, we made a stop in Greenville. Um, and they have this spot here, or I guess we now uh, have this spot here uh, called uh, Twin Towers. And it's, uh, it's like a foundation spot and it's just like super rugged looking piles of rubble and like brick and, and wood and all sorts of rhubarb or rebar or whatever the hell it's called. Rhubarb. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, piles of that shit everywhere, but then there's like a flat, you know, cement, uh, foundation and then like, you know, a kid's like built like cement quarter pipes. Uh, then people started like just building like straight up like quarter pipes there's like a quarter they're like a wood quarter pipe with coping and like nice transition there uh rails like cemented into the ground and boxes movable ramps and stuff like that so it's like that is that spot for me kind of like it's not as like um kind of diverse as a as a skate park there isn't as many obstacles but that is my like five o'clock release like if i just want to you know go blow off some steam for an hour uh that that's where i go oh. um that's almost better. It's like a post post apocalyptic skate park, and it's almost between street and park. <laughs> yeah, kind no, of. yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of a black hole though because it it feels like cool and like while you're while you're skating there, and you're like, yeah, let's just stay here. Like, why not? You know. <laughs> what, what's the culture like around it? Like, uh, is it is there parts where some dudes pull up and then you have to like do a little head nod or something? Or is no, there... the, skate, the skateboarders here are like pretty respectful, like uh, for the most part. So, um, as far they're all young, so it's like I don't know. Even if they were shit talking or something, it's like, dude, I'm like a thirty year old man, and you're. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like one of those. I don't even like. It wouldn't even be a thing. Yeah, I well, don't even, even like, know what I would say. Have rollerbladers <laughs> built stuff in like and contributed yeah. to the spot? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Oh, have. see that that right there makes a makes a yeah. big difference. I can't claim to be any part of that, but no. <laughs> yeah. We we I did stuff like that back in Rochester, like, uh, you know, we we built we built stuff in Rochester for sure. But I just I haven't I haven't done anything like that uh, in Greenville yet. So. Yeah, that that's really important, and that's something that I still have yet to do is build, build a spot, build a spot, and yeah, I man. I think it's kind of like a it's an important rite of passage. Yeah, you, you should uh you should talk to El Delega about spot building in detroit and like what it's kind of like uh, he he could talk about it way better than i can like it's just an interesting dynamic though because they build like all the spots in detroit so it's like the skateboarders that skate those spots are like treading on the blade turf it's kind of interesting that's cool that's good we owe them big time so (laughs) yeah yeah totally (laughs) yeah um what was i gonna say oh um no, I have notes down here. Are you part of the the curly haired gang? 
Like if you if you were to grow your hair out long, is it is it curly? <laughs> that's not. That's really funny because that was going to be a question that I had for you because <laughs> I, I saw like a video you posted the other day and you had really like long curly hair and I was I was going to applaud you on your uh, your decision to to really uh, hold strong and 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 own up to that curly hair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I have I have very curly hair. What's the that's, longest that you've had it? I, well, you know, it's like tough to tell because it's like curly. Uh, yeah. But I bet, like at its longest, it was probably like if I pulled it straight, it would be like below my chin, sort of thing. Like that was back, like probably in like two thousand three or something. So it's been. Oh, you you have had it that long? Is it like the tight curls or the kind of like the wavy? A little, yeah, like somewhere in between wavy hair and tight curls. So a little, like not as tight as yours. Yeah, you pretty tight curls. I can't remember if this was on the the Cody Sanders podcast, but I, I was trying to say like all the rollerbladers that have had like curly hair, long curly hair, um, they're always really good, and they're usually pretty creative too. <laughs> and I don't know if it's if you have long curly hair, it just adds to style. And I also say that um, it makes falls seem way worse when you fall with long hair. Just long hair in general, or long uh, curly hair? Maybe even it looks a little bit worse. I think because <laughs> they're like springing when you fall versus just waving around. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do still rock it because um, you know where I live. It, it's not it's not too conservative. It, I think I'm just accepted as a, as an eccentric. So um, yeah. it's weird. Everyone assumes that I smoke a lot of pot. And I don't, just because of my long hair. So, I guess that's that's the badge that I wear. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough burden. <laughs> <laughs> and I have I I've been experimenting with the uh, the bun recently, and I realized why uh, why uh, dancers and and girls and and Dustin Latimer have done the bun in the past. Rock the bun, it, yeah. It feels really good. It looks cool. It's a yeah, cool look. It do, it does look cool. I don't know what what that's all about, but I remember. Uh, oh, probably like kind of like a samurai thing. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Yeah, my 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 buddy Justin like grew his hair out long uh, recently. He's kind of got curly hair too. He's an Italian guy, and like, uh, and and it looks cool. Like he like sometimes like sometimes he looks like a fucking disaster, but like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but sometimes like you know like when he's like skating and he's got like one little like bun and like some of it's like flowing in the back and it's like damn you really do look like a samurai warrior right now that's pretty badass like and like sometimes yeah and then i saw you rocking it in a bun and like sometimes i think to myself maybe i'd grow it long enough to rock it in a bun but i i don't think i could man it gets it gets nuts man like my, it just goes straight out like yours grows down yeah Mine does. doesn't. Mine will be a straight like afro. Oh, it's I, got more of a fro vibe. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. But the, the Puerto Rican, like yeah, jeans, man. super super curly. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, I guess yeah yeah I could see that. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, wearing the bun, it's very powerful. I skate, <laughs> I skate better with it. And people yeah. just assume that I'm like a like a painter or something like that, or I don't know. There's something weird about the bun. Yeah. It, it has power. Just placing I, your hair in, it, in a weird it, combination. It's it it's purely psychological, but yeah, I believe it. And and it's like uh, it, it's the same sort of thing. Like when you have like a really good like new pair of jeans that like just fit you so well, and you feel awesome in them. Uh, I find that I skate better like 
like that uh, or like a, I don't know, like a new skate setup or anything, anything that's like a little different than what you normally do. You, you start feeling like a ninja. Like Blacking out skates is popular. I, I currently True. just did that and I had the same effect. I have, I have the uh, like shadow Avant skates like that have like the white strip on like the shoelaces or whatever and I, i've had them for a couple of years now and yeah. i always see footage and i'm like damn it why don't i black that thing out and like every time i see a clip of myself i'm like damn it why don't i black that thing out and like one day i did and like just skating like just looking down at my feet and seeing it all like blacked out i was like fucking i am awesome right now <laughs> <laughs> it's so true yeah it's way cooler and like uh I, you know, I tried. I had white skates for a little bit. I just can't do it. I just can't mm. do it. And even if there's like white sole plates and things, I, I black it all out. Mm-hmm. Black it all out. Like I am going to color in that little piece on my rims um, on the new ones. There's that just that like that little white piece. And I find it to be distracting. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, how I, I keep it for the first little bit, but yeah. um, Shadows. Hey, so have you strayed at all from that brand? Like, have you tried other stuff over well, the years? Okay. Um, I put carbons on my feet once, and, but they were um, they were like a prototype. Um, this is back like when USD was just taking over the carbon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I have a fair. I don't think I have a fair representation of like what that was like. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, they, they felt like there was like I just put my foot into like a. a a uh, plethora of right angles, basically. <laughs> like, it was just like right angle after right angle, just jabbing into my foot. And I, like, I, I remember like just jumping on like a little P rail and like on like a front farve. And like, I can't, it wasn't like, all right, so you think of like, where's all your pressure on a front farve? It's on your like front foot, right? Yeah. Like that you're like, twerking down. And like, it was my, it was my back foot that was like, I was like, oh my God, like, how do I even have pain right now? And I was like, I just like melted off of the rail, like holding my foot. And I was like, it was my one trick. And I was like, get these fucking things off my feet. Like, um, so I, I, I don't think I had a fair yeah. like um, representation of what those skates are like. Um, uh, but I do know that I, what I tried, I did not like at all. Um, <laughs> were were so, those the, just a, just a side note, were those the ones where it was like the two Kelso skates that got released? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the white. It was the white ones. Like the those were notoriously terrible on all accounts. Really? Uh, Yeah. Okay, Okay. I didn't know that. (laughs) Apparently, and there was that one edit that made them look really good. Obviously, like I'm still a sucker for for marketing here and there. So all edits of the the of those two uh, wearing those skates looked amazing. Like the the black, like the ones the Collins that had like the black and yellow. Yeah. the fucking sickest looking skates, yeah. man. Like, I, I wish I could rock that. I was almost going to bite the bullet on those, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. Because I, I did get the first carbons, and that that was a big fail. That that really didn't work out. Didn't like them, huh? No. So then, what did you try anything after that? Was that your only... Uh, no, I, I was trying it as a joke. I just I just <laughs> traded skates with someone, and, uh, and that was it. But, uh, uh, no, no, I haven't... I haven't uh, I haven't like deviated from from that path. Like I, I had to. Uh, my buddy Grant, like, okay, so like back in maybe 2006 or something, I started getting really bad. I, there might be another term for this, but I keep I call them shin splints, like, uh, which I know is a real thing. I just don't know if that's what I actually had. Yeah. But I had really bad like pain in my shin every time I skated. And it would creep its way up into my knee, like into my right knee. 
and it was bad. And it, it, I was riding Razor like uh, Genesis boot then, yeah. and the it was like the buckles were. It, 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 I don't know if it actually was, but it felt like the buckles were like digging into my shins, and it and it, it, was, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And yeah, my buddy Grant told me about shadows and like you should really ride shadows because there's no like hard cuff on it and there's no hard like strap or, or uh, buckle rather. Yeah. Um, so, like, you should try them. And at the time, like, I, I wasn't, like, a hater, but, like, I just, I mean, at the time, it was just the Latimers that were out for the most part, I think. Or maybe there was, like, maybe the Farmers had come out then, too. But I just still, like, I was, like, no fucking way I'm putting those things on my feet. Like, I, I, I have to, like, look down at a good-looking skate. And uh, he finally, he can, I, I tried them for, like, uh, maybe a week or something. But, like, I, it, how we were just talking about, like, the pair of pants or putting your, your, your hair in a bun or whatever, it was, like, one of those moments, the first time I put shadows on, I felt like I could jump six feet high. And it was like, and I was, I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I would like just grind and I would be on like a 35 foot long ledge or something and just like get to the very end and just spring off of it for no reason. Right? Like just, you know, <laughs> and it was like, this is absolutely incredible. And I was skating faster. It felt like I was just, everything was, uh, I mean, it was, that was like the first, like, uh, like explosion of, uh, you know, uh, it felt like you know what I mean like like it was just like this is amazing like when I put those skates on my feet and like other skates were like before that it was like razors razors are good for everything or like but like exceptional for nothing you know what I mean like that, <laughs> yeah yeah that, for sure that's how I always thought of them you know but uh and like no diss on razors or whatever but like that that's how I always like associated that skate um what else did I skate like k2250s even the ufs k2s that like the big clunky ones or whatever like I skated those like yeah those Nothing. were okay in some departments, but they were so big, too big. Though, yeah, they were terrible for that. But yeah. um, yeah. So yeah, no, no other skate like really like blew me away yeah. uh, until like I put a shadow on my foot. And I'm like, holy fuck, man! Like this is really sick. So you yeah. rock them uh, really well. Like uh, there's some people who skate shadows who it looks like they're skating shadows, but it doesn't look like you're skating shadows when you're skating them. I don't know if that makes any sense. There's some yeah. people who like the shadows just don't suit them. Mm. And I don't know if it's that like, you know, like there's like an inward knee leaning thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. There's that when, when, and I don't know if that's people not doing them up tight enough or maybe not mm -hmm. having the right leg muscles or something. So then were, were, did you cry when you tried the first power slide shadows? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, definitely. I I was definitely like <laughs> trying to like scoop up all like uh shadow or Solomon made product I could and I held on to it. Um and my buddy Grant who like turned me on to the skates like even to this day, I don't even think he'll ride like a conference made shadow. He doesn't skate shadows anymore, but like he always like he skates like a, he'll skate like another skate for a little bit and then go back to shadows for a little bit and he'll skate another skate for like a long period of time and then end up back at shadow for a little bit. You know, he just does that. But like, I think every time he switches back to shadow, it's still a Solomon made. Like he's really kind of a stubborn dude. Uh, sorry, Grant. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, he, he just, he knows what he likes and, and it's the Solomon stuff. And, um, but yeah, so that was, uh, it was just better material. Everything all around was yeah. like so much better grant grant was the first person to uh request that we spin the other way and uh i'm still working on it but I, i'm happy spin that the said, other way yeah to, to spin the other way we always spin 
Or no, never mind. Todd can spin the other way a little bit, but I definitely only spin one way. Where, where did he? <laughs> so where did he request this? Uh, it was probably on BMEG a long time ago, quite a while back, that uh, that he liked everything, but that that we need to spin the other way, and he was right. I can but, see that. But yeah. uh, mix it up a bit. Yeah, I have been so far for this video, but it's really hard. I'll always like I'll do something and I'll be like, oh, I to that I'm totally spinning the opposite way, and then I'll realize that I wasn't spinning the opposite way. Oh, <laughs> so I'll get there. But um, the yeah, the the Solomon shadows. So that and Grant sounds like Josh. That uh, Josh Silver usually goes back to to shadows every once in a while. Um, I remember the first time I tried shadows was in Ireland at like this ledge spot that that was in a lot of uh, Albert Huey videos, and it was yeah, kind of the good. same thing. They had mook frames on them, okay. and I was able to do that like. The really bad version of that Dustin Latimer where you like do a quick backslide to 270 torque, you know, 70, 70, like, uh, a, like quick backslide, and then you, uh -huh. oh, oh, right, yeah, yeah, same yeah. foot, same foot, yeah yeah yeah, 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 same foot. I was able to do like a really shitty version of that, and then <laughs> okay. um, I got some like after coming back from that that Europe trip, and the only problem was I had um. I had like high low frames on them or something Ew. with like uh, the stock wheels and really bad bearings and uh, the stock high low wheels. Yeah. And I didn't, those were just terrible. Go on. Yeah. It was like slow motion frames. <laughs> they were so bad. But then um, when I switched the frames, my, my experience, the short time that I did skate shadows, I skated the Latimers and then the farmer Solomon ones. And I yep. really liked them. They weren't for me, but um, you just can't fuck with the Solomon ones. Because yeah. I, I did go back and I tried some of the later Power Slide ones. Mm -hmm. And they just, they're they're good. They're way better than the first Power Slide ones, but they're just... Are they different, or is that just me? Uh, the padding, it's getting better. I, mean, I know everybody says that, and it's, it is true. It's, it, they're, they're stepping it up. But the, the first Power Slide made farmer shadows that came oh. out in like 2008 yeah were like god honestly the worst like worst fucking skates i've ever bought like i think like those, aside from like 97 majestic 12s those, which actually might have been a little bit better but, those gray ones right yes yes they're so bad the uh, the, the strap spun shit was rattling you could even tell when like farmer skated them in videos that they were just terrible like that they yeah. just didn't work very well yeah 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 I think Farmer would probably be the first to admit that those were the worst, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, he, he doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't seem like somebody who likes to just lie about shit or whatever. Yeah, exactly. it's true. Yeah, he has yeah. a very low public uh, profile. Yeah. It would be amazing to get him to talk for two hours on this thing. I've talked with him um, before. He's pretty interesting. He's, he's pretty, like, candid and... Um, cool guy nice guy really nice guy actually that would be excellent if we could get him on here did you try the 2.0s then <laughs> I, I didn't want to bring those up but uh oh <laughs> we don't uh, have to officially i haven't tried them yeah uh or I, I haven't like i don't own them yet i have a pair on the way actually theoretically uh supposedly i do um Ooh. but uh i put my buddy nate's on my feet uh, a few weeks ago and um, nah, it, it's not, it's not fair. Like they, I didn't have them dialed in. They were probably pulled too far out. Um, like, cause he's got a little bit bigger foot than I, mm -hmm. um, 
it was just all sorts of things. Like I, I, I skate flat. Oh no, he skates flat too. So no, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but man, it was horrible. Like, like what I put, what, like what I put my foot into and rolled around on, I, I, I couldn't even believe it. Like it, it wasn't a shadow at all. I mean, it, it felt completely different, which that could be the point of the 2.0, you know, but like, um, I don't know, like it, it seemed like it had way too much floor, forward flex for me. Like I, I kind of liked the forward flex on a shadow. Yeah, uh, and that this was just like you know there's a hinge cuff, so it's just like you can just do whatever you could just like lean all the way forward. It felt like you know, which is to me, it's not a, that's not a, really a good thing. But maybe, no. I don't know. I got I got to ride. I got to do them again. I, I can't. I, I really don't want to talk trash on them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to. I, when, I just yeah. picked them up at Shop Task uh, last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not bought them, but like picked them up and held them for the first time. Right. And it seems like the uh that padding at the top would really dig into your chin it seems really mm. hard or something like that why because it's thinner Is that yeah it i guess it softens up or whatever but um no, I, yeah, I, don't... I don't know and i i've heard people have been going back to like the old padding but but riding the soul plate i don't know if that's true or not yeah i even had an issue with the soul plate but again i, I once i get my maybe i'll like I'll, I'll message you on Facebook or something after, and I'll give you an update <laughs> of what my thoughts are once I actually get them. But I, I, officially, I don't. I don't know. My, my thoughts aren't totally positive. But oh. I only had them on my feet for about five minutes, so that's not fair. Not and, fair at all. So, no, no, it's not. And okay, yeah. so as a as someone who skates flat, you've probably tried a bunch of different frames. What are you currently skating on? Uh, creates. Yeah, and that's probably yeah. been your go-to. For um, quite it's a been my go-to for a while. Yeah, it, I mean, if it's it creates and like then I have like a like a big wheel like power blade setup. So which is why I'm most excited about getting the 2.0, so I can like have one skate that's designated towards like skating, skating, and then one skate that's uh, good for big wheeling. So I'm like pretty excited about that because like I want to have like a full-time big wheel setup, but I know I'm going to be in a lot of situations where I just want to grind and I yeah. just can't do it. So Mike Torres, everyone has a has a power blading opinion where where do you stand or and it, i don't even have to say power blading big wheels in general what's your yeah, experience yeah. with big wheels what do you think uh, my experience is uh positive yeah I, I i i i put them on my skates for about three weeks and i wasn't doing anything but that and it was actually um it was at i was going out to bitter cold um, and I knew I was going to be only skating skate park with a bunch of people grinding and I was staying at El Delega's place and he's got grind box loft thing going on. And like, uh, I just knew that I was going to want to grind. So I took, I, I put my normal friends back on. Um, so, uh, yeah, but anyway, I had them, fr- I had those frames on for like a, maybe three, three weeks or a month or something. And it was it was fun. It was, it was fun. Like I, I really like, like limiting myself sometimes. Um, and like, like not doing certain, not being able to do certain things or something like, you know, just uh, maybe deciding not to do certain things, but, or, you know, in a case of big wheels, like there's, you know, I'm not front twerking in a, in a big wheel setup. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, not for lack of trying though, because I definitely tried. Uh, <laughs> and, but, uh, and I have like the ones that don't have a groove too, like the power blade ones or the Kaiser ones or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, and that's, that was really fucking hard. But, uh, <laughs> but that, and I, I just did it like really quick, like, cause I do want to say something like I, when the power blades first came out, like the thing that was getting the most like attention was like 
people doing grinds in them. Like, yeah. like, and, 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 and there's no denying, like, that's super impressive. But I was like, man, we are missing the point here, rollerblading. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the point is to go really fast and, like, you know, skate on terrain that you normally can't with an anti-rocker setup or whatever, you know? Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, frustrating to watch. Now, I'm not saying, like, there's definitely people that are using it really appropriately and, and doing it really awesome um but yeah it was uh, it was funny when i got to bitter cold like i met I, I guess i didn't meet leon like i met leon like in the 2005 because he's from toronto which is right right near rochester uh so we i guess we had met like a long time ago but not not really you know but uh i like so i met him like the first night i got there and like one of the first like i was asking him if he was on shadows I was I was trying to have like buddy buddy like shadow talk with him, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, because I just watched flip flops, so I, th- I I didn't realize that that was like a year old or whatever, you know? What yeah, I, mean? I thought that, that that was the current video, and uh, that's the and, curse. Yeah, right. Uh, and he was like, "Oh no!" I, I was like, "Yeah, so you you still skating shadows? Or, you know, like what shadow setup do you have?" Or so I said something like that, you know, like. He's like, oh, I'm actually skating big wheels now. <laughs> the big wheels only, full time big wheel setup at Seba, and I'm like, no fucking way. Like, and I just like, I was like, god damn it, that would be really fun because you know I could just tell, like, even before I skated with him that weekend that he would be a fun guy to skate with. He, oh. like a, he, he looks just incredibly fun to skate with, and I was yeah. like, god damn it, that would have been so fun if I just left my power blade set up, and there was just like nobody else, me and you, just like tooling around the skate park, big, big wheeling it and just figuring it out, you know, but, um, I, I was, I was peeved he, with myself. <laughs> he's, uh, did you find though, um, before I talk a little bit more about Leon, did you find that when you went back to your, uh, like kind of your grinding setup that your skating improved because of skating big wheels for a while? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, you and did? And I actually found that big wheels were bad for some of the no grinder blading type stuff that I was trying to do with them. Yeah. Uh, so that was really interesting. Like uh, there was, um, I- I'm going to say something, but it's going to take it to a whole tangent. So I'll say it in a minute. Um, and then we can talk about Leon. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Tangent, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was definitely like this, lo- like this steep little uh, ledge when I had big wheels, there was like a steep, like small little like ramp up ledge sort of thing that I was trying to like one foot boost and like gap this like kind of long sidewalk after it. There was like a total stretch. Like, but when I had big wheels on, I was like, Oh no, I totally got this shit. Cause like everything's a launch ramp when you first put those things on, like you can launch off like the tiniest little bump and you just go flying. And like, it's just a cool feeling, you know? And, and so I was like, Oh no, it'll definitely work for this. Could not do it. Could not do it. I was like getting close probably closer than I would have if I like first tried it or, or I don't know, like maybe it just put me in the right mindset. You know what I mean? Like, like to, to, to even look at that spot as like, uh, maybe I can launch this. Cause it was, it was definitely my, cause the spot is actually an up ledge that everybody grinds. And we went to the spot and I can't, I'm not, I was, it's either I'm going to do Machio and X, grind, X grinds all day, or I'm going to find like something to like launch off of basically. And that was basically connected to it. And so I ended up launch. And I'm trying, and I couldn't really do it. I went back there with like my my flat like create setup, and I was able to do it within five tries, you know. And 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 I was like, God damn it, that was actually easier in like normal blades than big wheels. I don't even know. It was like kind of confusing, but I still think like big wheels have their purpose. 
I just don't, I don't think it's like all things, no grinder blading, big wheels are better for. I'm not, definitely. That's definitely not the case. Like yeah. they're, they're a distinct tool that are good for certain things and not good for probably a lot of things really. <laughs> yeah. Um, the low to the ground is the biggest one that I've, I've, uh, found so far. Yep. And I think yep. Todd as well that, uh, um, when you first start using them, cause I think I'm on three months now. Like I had a little, I'm having a little stint with my REMS here and there, but the whole next video is going to be all, you know, the Sebas with the big wheels and the rocker frames. And, um, mm -hmm. you find yourself wanting to skate like your aggressive or grinding skates for the first mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that it's more about, um, gliding and turning and cruising mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like speed control. So, um, that took a little bit and the low yeah. to the ground there's things like 540ing a hip or something like a little hip at a skate park it doesn't it doesn't feel very good in big wheels it feels way better with like being lower to the ground but if you do 540 a hip in big wheels you can land like in a carve and and carve back around and maybe launch the hip again you know? So it's kind of, yeah, it's about like kind of shifting your intentions. Uh, like, what are you going to do with these skates? Really? Yeah, like definitely. What, what you, yeah, yeah. I've broken it down that like the, the grinder bladers are like very, very trick based specifically. Mm -hmm. And the other ones are more like movement based, like, uh, like the skating between things that you do can look mm -hmm. amazing. Like the crossovers and the carves and things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, I, I got, I got in. I got the Sebas as soon as I, I uh, saw Leon skating them. That little bit of footage that's in the last, mm -hmm. the suck it aggressive edit yes. of Leon. Like I yeah. had to buy the skates when I saw him skating them. Uh, yeah, and his clips in that were so sick. Because he's also Leon, so he's really good, and he could probably do that in any skate. But he did have extra powers in those skates. Like you can see the way that that the speed that he has. And yep. the control between things. Control, yeah. It looks wait are the very specifically when he kicks the wall and goes faky to yep. outspin Mackie or I can't remember what it was. That trick specifically. Are you like, talking about when it was on the down ledge? Yeah, he like he like yeah. plants a stair and then kicks the wall and goes mm -hmm. faky to outspin Macchio. Right. Just the speed and the control that he had in those skates, I don't think that's possible to do it that right, quick yeah. right so right. it was the between like it wasn't so much the the kick against the wall and the and the grind it was how badass it looked like how fast those crossovers were yeah so yeah anyways that's my rant about that side of things yeah no yeah it's cool that you guys are um taking that is todd as well yeah the the next video is going to be um um all all big wheels and um, Todd and Leon and I, and whoever else. I think Sean and maybe Dallas. Full full length, like yeah, like a full length video. It's gonna be I, called. It's called Big Wheels Mushroom Blading I, Seven. Nice. It's <laughs> uh, fucking sweet. I uh, yeah, I saw you post something like that on Facebook, and I didn't know if it was just a joke to rile people up or not. <laughs> That's the best part. It, it was what you said after it that was like you're like. Something like uh, the next mushroom blading video is going to be all big wheels. What do you think about that? Or something <laughs> like <laughs> I couldn't tell if you're just fucking with people. If that was I, I, I love doing that way too much because 
rollerbladers were unfortunately very defensive. So um, I enjoy getting little discussions started here and there on Facebook. It's they get I think really mad at you, Joey. <laughs> what the you do? Rollerbladers really mad? No, they do. Like <laughs> the, the rollerbladers get really mad at you for some reason. I think it's it's very important to do not not specifically make people mad, but I think um uh I think I just Straight feel like. Pot. What's that? Oh, yeah, to stir the pot. Yeah. yeah, it's still such a young activity, and I and I feel like people take it very seriously, and and yeah. feel like it's important, and that we're entitled to some kind of respect from the outside world. But we have a lot of things to work out before. Um, I I don't know before people can defend it like it's a religion or something. So that's where I love to poke fun and I, and I, and i don't like that there's a there's like a line in the sand um you know i wish industry people were more uh, accessible to talk on this this podcast and stuff and um that there was more comedy and jokes and things you know mm-hmm. that serious tone anyways that's my rant about stirring the pot right, like like ma- like making fun of ourselves a little bit yeah i think it's yeah. really important because I, well, I, yeah you guys are <laughs> you guys do that very well I, I, and, and, and that's not even like a goof. i'm not just saying that as a goof like you you really do like, like it's it, i remember it took me a long time to get into what you guys were doing i and it's not that i it wasn't it wasn't that i was seeing it and uh, I, w- I didn't like it. It was just I, I I I wasn't paying attention. I guess you know what I mean. And, no, I and, get uh, it. Yeah. And uh, I remember the first time I watched the first mushroom blading. I was like, with the, I mean, your the intro in that. I was like, fucking jaw dropped, like eyes dried up, like not blinking at all. You know what I mean? It was just like what you guys did. You you like crumbled all of like everything that I thought I. You know, like, yeah, rollerblading is awesome. And then, like, within three minutes of mushroom blading, I was like, we're horrible people. Like, like <laughs> but, but it was about, like, just pointing out, like, you know, how, I don't know, like, like I, I thought you guys did a good job of, like, showing, like, how everybody hates on rollerblading. And then even within rollerblading, there's a s- even smaller subculture of rollerbladers that get hated on <laughs> which is really funny <laughs> it's so about. funny yeah yeah uh so but anyway i thought that was probably one of the best intros in rollerblading <laughs> i will give you props on that that was fucking it was pretty epic <laughs> thank you the the yeah. sad thing is there's enough material for like a part two where you could do like a whole new version of that like oh uh, man i i saw a good i'm not into like the video sampling yeah but i should Maybe I shouldn't announce it over a podcast. Maybe I should. Uh, oh, I'll tell, I, you, I'll tell you after. No, you I, can I, go because uh, I'm. I don't think I'm gonna be. I won't be sampling any videos. I think for the next few videos. I think I got uh, it all out of my um, system. So what do you got? Oh man! Oh, it was. Uh, it was. I, the other day, I had a little downtime at work, so I was watching Ninja Turtles the movie, like the original <laughs> Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Um and. What was it? Oh, uh, it's Michelangelo when they're fighting a bunch of, uh, uh, I guess, okay, this isn't really that good, but it, it would just be funny to make fun of one of your friends that can, like, do really big, like, like you know, hard spin topsoles on, like, a big disaster thing or whatever, because Michelangelo is, like, 
fighting all the foot soldiers and one of them's got like nunchucks and he's like oh i see we got a fellow chucker from, you know you know people always call like whatever euro chucker or whatever it is but, I was, but me i was watching it at work and me and dodge like look at each other and we're just like dude that'd be really funny to use <laughs> i hope I, if dodge is listening to this and intended to use that i'm sorry uh i apologize i remember that uh, that that's a that sounds that sounds so good. You know who's really good at sampling stuff? I don't know. Do you watch any of the Blade blog? And Field. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going to say that. Yeah. That he's incredible. Some of the stuff that he does. I, I... It it scares me. Yeah. I mean, he, he trolls roller, but I mean, he doesn't do them anymore. I don't think, does he? Um, I don't know, but he probably did like even better than what we were trying to do. He, yeah. He took it to such a maximum level. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it would like scare. Like it, it's funny because yeah, like he trolls rollerblading like harder than anyone, right? Yeah. And and but you can tell like as a rollerblader, you know the uh, intense amount of like time and passion that went into the, just finding the material, let alone like editing it, editing it all into like a, a like the context in which he does and the. Uh, even from a video standpoint, like, you know, what the hell was he doing? Like, he's like keyframing, like, uh, you know, the, the, what do you believe in mask over somebody's face for one of the interviews? You know, it's just like the amount of work that actually has to go into like trolling these videos is pretty amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't obviously love it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I, I I would love to, to talk to him. Like, uh, yeah, I don't I call a lot of things art, but those are definitely pieces of art because totally. at yeah. the end or while you're watching, you're. I just feel so confused at the end sometimes. Like, my that's really interesting to hear you say that. Actually, that you feel confused because I feel like I like I feel really confused, but that is nothing, nothing <laughs> like the way I do video production at all. Like, it blows my mind that anybody could actually create something like that. It, like, what is the organized chaos that is going on in your mind in order to create a piece of art like that? And I feel like I see some of that in the mushroom blading videos. Like, yeah, and, and we, it's funny to hear you say that it kind of blows your mind. We tried, like, like, a little bit, but I, it's not the bad confused. It's, like, the confused where you realize you've just felt, like, 100 emotions in, in 15 minutes or something like okay. that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. And it's, like, you think you know why you do something or why you've been attaching wheels to your feet for so long. And then you watch something like one of those blade blogs and then it's that kind of confused. It's like, what is this thing all about? Right. I thought I know why I did this thing. Cause watching all of those like historical things mashed up together. That's confusing. It's very confusing. Rollerblading is a confused sport though. So there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of confusion. Absolutely. Joey, what? Uh, I have good and bad news for you. What's that? One, it, we've reached the one hour mark and you are not robotic. Oh, However, so... I've been drinking a bottle of wine this entire time and I do have to make a piss. Oh yeah, so... it's the one hour pee break. So um, five oh, okay. minute break and then and then I'll see you. The pee was good? That was a great pee. Excellent. What kind of wine are you drinking? Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. How much is a cheap bottle of wine in the United States these days? Um, I think we paid maybe thirteen dollars for this bottle of wine. Ooh, uh, but it, but you and the roommate? Uh, me and the girlfriend. Oh, 
She's actually in. No, she's probably sleeping. Actually, she's in my room. Was watching Netflix or something, and uh, but I see the light is off, so she's probably asleep. Did you meet her in South Carolina, or did you guys move from Rochester together? Uh, I met her in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. and how long have you been there for all together in South Carolina? One year or something like that? What? Yeah, one year. Yeah, about a year now. Look at you. Over. Look yeah. at you committing. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Good work. David Dodge, I was going to say, I totally remember that name. He would have been in some Doug, you, I can't, Doug Urquhart? Urquhart? D- Doug Urquhart, yeah, yeah. Doug Urquhart. Would he have been in some of those videos, probably? A video? Uh, I don't know, but he's definitely, like, tight with the South. So maybe, like, more of, like, uh, like footage tape. And oh, okay, yeah, that's Kevin what it is. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Footage tape, that's what it is. That's what it's gonna be. So yeah, it was probably probably closer to that. I think he did. Uh, he he does a lot of like motion graphics. He's like really he's really good at that sort of stuff. And like so, I think um, he hooks some homies up once in a while in the blade industry and does actual jobs in the blade industry. <laughs> oh really? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean he's he's done maybe a couple or something. I mean. Um, he actually just did a job for uh, Kareem Shehab. You know, remember that guy? In, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. He but he does fixed gear bikes now. Okay. Um, yeah. So he just made a fixed gear bike video called Southern Safari, um, which I saw some of, which was actually really sick. Uh, they skate or they ride like pretty cool spots in that video. But yeah, anyway, Dodge did all the he like designed and like did all the motion graphics for that video. What's it? Really Southern cool. Safari is the name of it. I'll have to look yeah. it up. I really it's, liked uh, he made that video super awesome. That yeah. was that was pretty good. And that was the first time I had seen uh, Hayden Ball, which I'm I'm a huge fan of that dude skating. And guess what? Long curly hair. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Kills it. Absolute conspiracy going on here. <laughs> Um, so what are you what are you digging right now? Um, like what video wise or skater wise? What's the last thing that you've really really uh, enjoyed? Ooh. Um. Oh man! Wow, I'm drawing a blank right now. I know there's an answer. I really liked uh, Voodoo Show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, have you seen it? Yeah, I got it. I've only watched it once, and and uh, the only thing for me was a lot of the music was the same. Um, yeah. But uh-huh. the skating was amazing. The what? Adam Brearley? is that his name? Riley. Yeah. Riley? yeah I don't know how. To, I don't really actually. Know Holy shit! Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. I yeah. wasn't expecting that section at all. And Dean Coward too. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that section. What did you think about Broscow's section? It was Broscow. He's everything's oh, okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember your, like your review of the shadow video. Like when it got to the pro people, you guys were like, Neh. "No." I was, I was wondering if I was about to hear that same thing. No, for the <laughs> like, shadow no video, way, because that video, that or his section in that was so. It was like, again, like jaw dropping good. I thought like Broscow's yeah. section. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, <laughs> and it got to the point where I was watching it, and like every trick he did, I was just laughing about it. I was like, ah, oh, he did that, didn't he? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he's just on another level. It's uh, I can't even fathom being that controlled. It's so weird because 
I think if you were to show that to someone who didn't skate, he makes it look way too easy and smooth. Yeah. And not in a not in a bad way, but I really do think that he makes rollerblading look so effortless. Yeah. Everything is just perfect. I don't even know if he because he skates every day and he must think about it all the time. But like where he places his feet and where he comes off of things and yep, blows me else. away. Definitely one of my favorite people to watch rollerblade, hands down. But that's not saying anything too original, is it? Well, he's just that good. He's kind of yeah. like on another level. I'm really interested to see, you know, how he progresses as he gets older, because he's kind of getting into like later twenties, isn't he? I can't. I yeah, I, he, I know he's younger than me. He's got to be like twenty six, twenty seven now. Yeah. It's it's been really interesting to see like. Uh, people like Farmer and Haffy and Broskow, just the sheer amount of amazing skating they've put out in their career, and it's hard to even call it a career when they're getting paid pennies to do it. But like, yeah, yeah. how can you skate at that high of a level for that long? Like, I know, um, I know people love John Elliott, but seriously, how many sections did he put out? They're all amazing, Not, but yeah, what, three, yeah, three, like yeah, 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 and then. How many halfy sections and how many Broskow sections and how many Countless, farmer sections? Countless. Like, it's got to be getting close to like the fifteen or twenty or something uh -huh. like that. That's insane. Yeah. And I really hope that that they're not just like forgotten. Like, let's just say in some freak of nature, in uh, one more decade or two decades, rollerblading gets massive. I hope their names are cemented and people go back and watch all of those sections. But who knows? Ah, oh, it scares me because I, I, I think we're at a point in rollerblading where it's like it is starting to get old, and like people don't know the history. Like I, I sometimes I assume everyone does that is still skating, like because we just did, haven't had like a large number of new participants yeah. it, it, traditionally, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I just assume like everybody that skates today like has seen Hoax Two and stuff, you know, which is not the case at all. No, <laughs> like, not even close. <laughs> I posted Hoax 5 the other day, and there was a lot of people that hadn't seen it. And Hoax 5 totally stands up as an amazing video to this day. So that's mm. weird, though. Um, what generation gap is that? I think there was a decent amount of people that got into it at, what, kind of like 2002 or three or something. There's like kind of a generation from around oh. there. After the initial boom, uh, yeah, I guess 2003 would have been. But what, like, what got people into it? Then? Um, if you think of like the era of like um, Mind Game and um, the Philadelphia, like, yep, TRS and mm -hmm. Big Baggy Pants, Chris Cheshire, uh, yeah. Denial, like, I think that era was pretty big, like, yeah. And it that was. was kind of like that was rollerblading style for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So uh, kind of like, I think, yeah, Mind Game was probably a big, you know, if you were a kid and you saw a Mind Game video, you, you that would have been pretty crazy. Yeah. But even still, like, how, how would you not at that point go back and, like, watch you know some of the like elements or elements two or you know uh, i don't know i find myself like making like little like blade references to people and maybe i'm like too much of like 
uh, uh, like an old school Nazi or whatever you would want to call. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, maybe I reference it too much or whatever, but I, like it was just a really like, important part of like my upbringing as far as skating goes. So then, like sometimes I just kind of reference shit. Like I find it more around here. Like the crew around here is like kind of younger. Like there's yeah. definitely some older guys uh, that that live around here, but there's some guys that are like not necessarily like age younger, even though that that exists too. But like more so, like they started like maybe in like two. Yeah, like what you're saying, like 2003, which I was like, holy shit! Like I didn't even know people started skating then. Like really, <laughs> and 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 so they, you know, li- certain like references like. Like, you know, we'll just, like, hear a song and we're in the bar. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, like, you know, totally, you know, Louis Amora, Robert Levanos, and whatever it was, you know. And they're yeah. just like, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. You know, it's just like, holy shit. Like, that's fucking, like, right away, like, such normal knowledge to me. And like, <laughs> like, I just assume everybody that skates, like, knows all this shit. Like, I don't know. Well, but, Mike Torres, it could only mean one thing that you might be a wizard. He- Oh, no. I thought you were going to say getting old as fuck. And I was like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> That's wizard knowledge that you can use to your advantage. You can use yeah. it to your advantage, uh, yeah, in terms of language and teaching, it, even just like posting something up. Uh, whether, I don't know, there's some people who are into it and some people that aren't, but it is cool that you can post a section and post a memory attached to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, like, and I like, I like it, telling people it's blade like influence that it had. Like when you talk about it, like. Uh, oftentimes they talk about like Aaron Feinberg's like brain fear gone section and how like really kind of like unbelievable what that was at the time. Um, Like, I don't know, like like from a marketing standpoint and like how good the skating was and what his persona was at the time, like he had the stand fast section that came out right before that. But like before that he was just like this, he was like the ASA X games poster boy who was skating in a helmet and everybody called him a park rat. Right. And then he came out with that, like, it was, like, this hidden section. He doesn't fit on the on the mind game team. What's he, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it was just, and, the, and it's, like, their plan all along. It was, like, a whole, like, really smart marketing that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Just, yeah. Was, I, I knew. Somebody spoiled that on the sequence message board back in the day. Really? Oh, yo, yes. you were on there, too? Yeah, yeah, totally. Badass. I can't I remember my name, though. I no. really don't know my name on there. No, but that was, that means we're super nerdy then. Like anybody yeah. who is on the, the sequence message board, yeah. it's probably like the nerdiest you can get for skating. So that means your knowledge goes deep. Um, but it's so weird to think of now. Someone would have figured out that that was his face on the cover, but like I didn't even think of that at all. Why would you? Why, why would you? You know, it like it was this totally insider information that somebody spoiled. I feel like, and which I remember back then. I remember being like, no fucking way when I read that, and then I. Then I watched the video, still unassuming, because I was an idiot back then, you know? And then, like, then the, the video continues to go, and then it turns into Aaron Feinberg. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's, that one, that's what somebody said on that, on that <laughs> website. You know, like, oh, my God. But, you know, it's probably just, you know, they were, you know, think about back then, you know, they were probably just drunk at a party, like, talking about what they were going to do in the video, and then somebody just spoiled it. Like, what? Yeah. That fucking section. The Standfast one is pretty badass, too. Uh yeah, really badass to the Weezer song. Oh like, shit! Yeah, that's really really good. That um, guy was way way ahead of the curve as yeah it, timing goes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, that that stuff too. Um, when you're talking about history, like if you're really into skating and you've never seen those sections, there's I can't think of anything that comes close to that 
vibe of a section mm-hmm. and his skating. Yeah. Also, his uh, his Solomon sections are really good too. Yeah, those got lost on me for the most. All the Solomon videos, and it's like no offense to Dave Payne or anything, but it was. I just they they all started like becoming the, uh, the an extension of the video before, and I I feel yeah. like that's kind of what ended up happening to Video Groove too. Like there was no identity. Like all all the video grooves, like like I, I guess you could. I didn't see Dare to Air or whatever. Like I haven't seen that video. Like I wasn't skating then, but like I guess like VG four would be like the earliest one I saw. Yeah, but like between that and like. Oh, maybe like 15, which was like the East Coast, or maybe that was Battle My Crew. That doesn't actually count. So like 16 or something that like the East Coast or whatever. Like I think between then, like they had all each video had its own identity. You yeah. know what I mean? And like yeah. after that, they just started like, and, and it's not that they didn't like them, but they just all started like blending together. Like yeah. I couldn't even keep track of them. That's they were using the same effects and the same film styles and same type of music it was just everything yeah. was like the same to me like like for all the videos that like between that and like i and honestly i couldn't even tell you a single thing after vg20 like i, I where did they even end was it 23 20, or 22 i don't know the last yeah. one was really depressing yeah I, I, yeah that was when he farmed everything out to everybody else wasn't it like yeah, uh, I'd yeah. See, I, I just completely lost it and and and, and it, there's no blaming i mean he, that was yeah. when he got hired by uh what was it fuel or fox or somebody and like so uh, he probably didn't even have time to make a video and just did it for like, uh, like ph- philanthropy type reasons, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, we were talking about this. Yeah, you can't really fuck with the early VGs and and for Dave Payne, like watching something evolve right in front of your eyes and filming stuff that you know is the first time it's being filmed. Yes. Um, that that's what makes the early ones insane. And wasn't he had partners too? There was uh, Sean Mor- Tomlin and Sean Tomlin and Morgan Ashcom or Mo- some, Morgan 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 Freed? No, no. <laughs> Morgan Stone. No, it was definitely Morgan Freeman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those uh, guys had a hand in like helping him out with. Yeah, like I guess it was a collaborative thing, so maybe they helped make those earlier ones feel in, different because in in the early yeah in the yeah. super early, then he just took it over yeah uh, yeah. And he talked like he talked a little bit too much sometimes from behind the camera, but I'm still oh, guilty yeah. of that. Oh yeah, well in the later one, like like yeah. VG14 on, like I think he did. What was the one where he goes to the he goes to like the music studio with with John Julio, and it's the guy like playing the bongo, and then it's like he puts footage over top of it, and it's like right on your skates, right on your skates. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh 17 or something like that yeah oh oh which i don't even know which video it was in but yeah that was what were they doing with john? it was like a day with john julio or something wasn't it like no it was it, there was a there was a profile of a music studio just in the middle of the video oh is that what it was yeah uh, okay are you yeah. sure that wasn't oh yeah no, that oh maybe that was vg14 i'm thinking i'm thinking it, it was maybe the california industry issue mm-hmm. which was like yeah, 17 yeah. or something i don't know but yeah or it could have been that one that him and John Julio like teamed up on. That was pretty good. Perspectives was, it's pretty good. I remember not liking it when it first came out. Really? Like, I, that, when was the last was, time like, you watched 16 it? Sixteen-year-old me like didn't like it, but I'm sure if I went back and watched it, I would really appreciate it. It's but. pretty good. It's yeah. uh, cause cause Julio helped out on it. Yeah. It's got yeah. a little bit of uh, you know, he has an eye for skating or whatever. Although I'm not, I'm, I haven't been a huge fan of, um 
any of the last Volo videos, they haven't really grabbed me. But I think for what what they no are way. as like marketing, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Uh, tell me what you thought about the last Volo video. Um, I forgot it. I bought it on like it's on my Apple TV, but I don't remember any of it. Like I, I bought it and I watched it and I felt nothing. No way. It's um, but as like I said, for what it's trying to achieve, as like a clean marketing tool with like mm -hmm. solid skating and nice filming and everything, I think it it achieves what it needs to do. But for me, like um, yeah, I just didn't connect with it as much. Like I loved the first one that Pat Lennon did, and I really liked the second one with that Eric Bailey section. Where it's yep. like lots of San, San Francisco footage, or is that three? Is uh, I know what Eric Bailey's section you're talking about. Really sick song. Uh, yeah, it's really, like, really sick skating. It's that uh, Octopus Project song. That's and, right, yes. And like the last trick is him doing a crazy gap and then like rolling down a hill or something. That, that Yeah, the second one's really good. And then I can't remember the third one, much of it at all. I think it was a lot of skate park. Was it? Oh, that was like a tour video or something? Yeah, yeah. And that was where, unfortunately, like, Broskow had been filming for, I think, two other projects. That's where, like, yeah, there, was, yeah. there was Drip Drop and there was um, uh, On Top, which that section's, that Broskow section, can't fuck with that one. It's a good section. Yep. But, yeah, um, I'll probably have to watch it again. I think because I've tried to return to it and see if it's going to click with me. And I also think kudos to them. They got rights to all the music. So mm -hmm. it's harder to choose. Um, you know, you just don't have free choice. You have to be a little even, bit more flexible. Even still, I, I, that for a little while, I almost had a Volo 4 like, soundtrack on my phone or whatever. Like I, had, I downloaded a lot of that stuff. Shit, I got to watch it again then. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I'm really surprised to hear that. I, I thought... And I agree with like some of the stuff you were saying. Like as a marketing tool, it was absolutely incredible. It was Perfect. flawless. It was absolutely flawless. Yeah. Uh, um, I can see how it wouldn't um, compel you. Yeah. Uh, as as somebody who's who's a very uh, uh, veteran in, in the in the in the skate world or whatever, but but I can I can definitely I definitely think it was it was an amazing marketing tool for the time. And I'm really excited to see Volo Five. Like. Really, really excited to see that. Um, but yeah, uh, I need I need to be reconverted, Mike. I need to be reconverted. I need to yeah. be. They, they got to pull something out good for five, and that it's got to be good. I want to be surprised, but okay. I feel like it's going to be too much like four. But who you knows? You think they're going to try to follow that same formula? No, it'll probably be different. I think it'll it'll probably take a lot of influence from, um, you know, kind of like what strange creatures was not not in terms of like the lo-fi thing but um music and a lot of the people who are profiled it might go more in that direction i hope not more of the shred till you're dead i have that feeling i don't know if it is but. i haven't seen shred to your dead too uh I, I i know you guys i i listened to one of the podcasts where it, you guys reviewed it and you it, uh didn't love it oh and this uh, is the other thing actually about volo four is i find that um there's something about personality, like that, that word that's used too much about personality in videos, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
sometimes just people don't seem as comfortable in front of the camera. And it's like they're acting in front of the camera and they're trying to do personality stuff. And I get a, sometimes I I feel that from Shred Toyota 2 and, uh, and, and Volvo 4. And, you know, there's moments that might be interesting. I think Shred Toyota 2 specifically where Haffy wanted to pee in the bottle because he didn't want to stop the tour. I don't know, like honest moments like that are really good. But I think a little bit of that thrown in. But again, if it's a marketing tool, you might not want that in there, so. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely, I can see Vala, like, wanting to keep the clean image and not showing people pissing in a bottle and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, yeah, I, I think, um, like, for, for, like, a young, young, like, potential participant uh, in the sport or pro- prospective uh, participant in the sport, like, that, I don't think that video could have been any better because they looked cool. The music was hit. They lo- they looked hip while they were doing it. They looked like they were having fun while they were doing it. You kind of wanted to like be. You kind of idolized them a little bit. You're like, fuck. You're driving in all these cool countries. You're seeing all this cool stuff. You're drinking beer. You know what I mean? It's like edgy, but not too edgy. You know what I mean? It was it was like it was it was the yeah, perfect right. marketing tool. Like yeah. honestly, but I mean, you said it. Like you're you're you you know you're the one who said it. Like like that. It was a good marketing tool, and I'm like thinking about it. I was just, I really just thought of it like, man, that was a fucking awesome video. But really, just thinking about it, it's like, no, that was, it was just a phenomenal marketing tool. Like that was, which is what videos are supposed to be. Like that, that yeah, is what they're supposed that, to be. I think that's my prop. That's my own problem. Is that uh, I've seen too many videos, and that I, I need to separate. I need to separate the two. Mm-hmm. I need to maybe have some context when I when I view things so in a in a in a in a in a strange creatures or shred to your dead video showing like somebody pissing a bottle is like absolutely like that's fun you know or in a mushroom blade you know like that's fun because that's like you and your friends so like things that i make like oh i don't really show things like that really i don't think i do i don't know but anyway like like just like little you know skate out it to your buddies and like things like uh, independent of a of a brand that sells something you know what i mean like i i i I don't know. I think uh, I think um, like that's that's where things like that belong, you know. And yeah. but 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 I don't know. I mean, what, what did you think of uh, the USD tour video, like back in like two thousand three or that, whatever? That was definitely like pro- it was one of my uh, favorite videos yeah, yeah, as like yeah. an extension yeah. of Hoax Two. At, for skating influence, there's Hoax Two, and then there's Brain Fear Gone, and yes, I don't here. I don't think that next thing has happened yet. Um, I don't think that next like overly influential thing has happened. It's come close right. like a few times, but, and then in terms of uh, the extension of hoax two as like a B roll video with uh, highlighting the people that skate mm-hmm. USD tour video. That's why I loved it so much. And it's dark as, as hell too. Yeah. Like you can feel that, Whereas hoax two, these were people that you could probably introduce to your parents, and they would probably be pretty cool and well spoken. Mm-hmm. USD tour video was like you can feel the downfall of skating, and uh, <laughs> do you think that that should have been used as a marketing tool for your USD skates? Uh, do you think yeah. it was appropriate? Uh, yeah, 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 it was yeah. I think. Yeah. I think Leon said something like he started skating USDs because, like, 
he was talking about when Aaron Feinberg moved over to USD, mm-hmm. that he was all badass or something like that. I think he got USDs because of that. I don't know. Yeah, USD yeah. were was was. Uh, I, you know what? To answer your question, if I was marketing something, no. But, um, but it, at, I guess it depends on who you're marketing to, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Are you marketing as, outsiders the way Vala was, or are you marketing to within the industry because you want them to convert to your badass brand like uh, the USD Tour video was? That's you what's know? weird about that video is because it's called the USD Tour video, but I look at that like I look at Imagine Blade Shun or the Blade Blogs. Like I look at that closer to like a mini documentary or like a little film or mm-hmm. kind of like a piece of art that that was totally... Joe not Na- that came from Joe Navron's like his mind. Yes, yeah. And so it had nothing to do with the brand. Yeah. And so it was just his video. It's called the USD tour video, but how I imagine it is that's like his baby, you know? So yeah, I think yeah. it's not it's probably not good for USD skates. Yeah. But yeah. um and then that actually I haven't thought about that. So I'm I'm glad we had in, this conversation. In, I, in further record, I think that's a badass video. Like I really do. Yeah. Uh, I, but 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 it's it's interesting to think of it as a marketing tool because you because re- it's like well who are you marketing to because like and and if it is within the industry which that very well probably was and is you know what I mean then that was probably not bad you know <laughs> that was probably pretty good because it was like if, there, if you're really trying to establish establish yourself as like a bat the the brand of badasses uh. I guess they were kind of the ones that did it. It's kind, weird. Kinda. I don't know. It, Be- it, was, it was, I don't know. Because that that's also like the the badass thing has kind of like resurfaced again. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel that a little bit more. Totally. But I, that video was, was awesome because the guy who was filming it and making it, I don't know, There's he was closer to the people or there's something weird about that video where you really get a feel for some of those those dudes that were on tour. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's badass in a more of a personal way, I guess. And the, some, the skating that is in it is fucking awesome. Yes, totally. Feinberg There's some, in there's that. some like upstate New York uh, stuff in that, like where I'm from, basically. That is really epic, having been to some of those spots. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, I don't know if you remember, but Feinberg does. Uh, Latimer top soles it, and Feinberg, I want to say, like, Truespin back Savannah's it, but it's a purple rainbow down ledge that kind oh. of, it's almost like an out ledge that rainbows right down to the ground, but that's in Niagara Falls, New York. And uh, that is, that spot used to be so epic, like absolutely epic. And they leveled it and made it a parking lot for a casino. It was probably a Tony Hawk Pro Skater course, like in real life, basically. It was oh. absolutely insane. Did he back backslide that? Is that the one? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He, he but he did Savannah it too, didn't he? I think there, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it was back backslide as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're at so, Niagara Falls. They're like checking it out. In yeah, the yeah. The actual falls. Yeah. So yeah. they. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, but I didn't that's think about that. the, all right. So the that spot was on the American side, and then right, and then obviously right over the border is the, uh, the falls. Have you ever been to the falls? No, not yet. Is that like a Canadian rite of passage, or is that like an American? Uh, it it should be. I, I always think of them as more American. They um, are basically. They're almost in America. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. I know uh, I'm long overdue for 
for a, a Toronto trip at some point. And you know what I was going to say is that your guys is like your crew of people that you skate with and, and some of your edits and things. There's like you guys in the Toronto, there's like a similar flavor for some reason. Is it a, what, is that just me? No, it's got to be the water, I think. Right? <laughs> we shared the same water. It's the Lake Ontario. I guess so. <laughs> Ro- Ro- <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Rochester, New York, um, God, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but we had this one mayor who thought it was a good idea to, to pour like $5 million into, uh, or maybe it might have been more, I don't know, maybe it was like $15 million. I really don't know the numbers, but uh, and he created a, a fast ferry that went between Rochester, New York and Toronto, uh, and like thinking that people from Toronto would come to Rochester and like go see all of Rochester's sites, but like... Ro- like Rochester's not that type of city, you know. <laughs> it's like really cool, but not like, not like that. Like not touristy, you know what I mean? So, it, I mean, it failed within, within the year or something, and it, it had, it, it was, it was, it, it brought money. It, it, he spent five million or fifteen, whatever it was, to bring money out of Rochester. Like everybody went to Toronto really quick and and blew all their money there and came back broke, and nobody from Toronto came. Uh, in Rochester, it was just a big joke. So, does it still run? No, 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 absolutely not. Oh, it's, we, they, we, Rochester built like a whole port for it, and uh, it's you know ghost town now. And is there a lot, good lot stuff of, to skate uh, at the port? The dead port. Is there is there anything to skate? No, it's very flat there. Oh, mm. It's kind of a beach there. People go to the beach. Yeah, not not. That's funny. You know, I haven't looked at it in a couple years, so you know, I, I always have new goggles every every year you go out skating and you look at things new ways so it's been a couple for me so i i, I bet if i went there today i would probably see something but definitely day to day it changes you know yeah, so. there's a really weird thing that i remembered that that i had to tell you about is our local um channel seven like the Kamloops news station and stuff mm-hmm. when they would have a feed of of fox from america it was the rochester station why I have no idea, but yeah, I remember the, like the night. Is it like a nightly news? Is that what you're referring to? Like Fox News from from Rochester? Yeah, we would get a little bit of that, and then we would get like was Rochester blonde, commercials and things. Was it the blonde chick? Like yeah, she kind of yeah. looked like Britney Spears. Like yeah, she, she, she had like she had a, a, like a twangy accent. Like Ro- yeah. Rochester, there was like an accent in the commercials. Hard hard vowels. Yeah, and. Uh, Fuck, what was the name? There was this uh, law dude ad, and the number was 1-800-546-7777. That's Shapiro and Shapiro. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> so is that, is that not Jim a Rochester? Hammer. That's Jim the Hammer Shapiro, of Is course. that Rochester, or is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, that five, is? Five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, Jim you, the you, Hammer Shapiro. <laughs> 1-800-546. Now I know you're not bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> See? Isn't that weird? Like that's weird, man. Because that's a long ways away. So that's a really long ways away. I don't know what that is. Like I don't know if maybe all this surrounding area. Like I don't know my broadcast stuff, but I, I thought that was interesting that I actually remembered that it was Rochester, and it and yeah yeah it's a different accent. But is it Toronto like uh, is the accent kind of the same when you go up oh, to Toronto, no, or is no, it totally Canadian. Canadian? Yeah, it's Canadian. That's um, so bizarre. Very Canadian, yeah. That's so bizarre. So you've met all of the, a lot of the Toronto dudes then? Um, 
who is, is it? Like Eric. There's Burrow, Eric Burrow and Taylor Ritchie and um, uh, Dave Gent, I think is his name. And then there's a couple other. I know him by face and not by name. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was just I. Oh yeah, it was Leon and Eric that came up for. Oh, and Kevin too. Kevin, for, well, he he lives in Barcelona now. Oh yeah, Kevin Chow. And there's probably more. I I just don't, oh AJ DeLong, who runs mm-hmm. the shop task. He's a really nice dude. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he. Yeah. He was part of Magic Blade. I was like, I know that name, but that was Magic Blade. And I don't know if I knew him. I might have known him. And it, again, it was a while ago. And we didn't meet up that much. But we used to go to like the Toronto Street Battles and um, things like that. Because it, it was about three and a half hours away. So it's like if we were going there, we like we had to like. It, it was a definitely like a thing we had like planned on doing. That's so badass. So, yeah, yeah. I really need so. to uh, dip down. I don't know how or when I'm going to do it or what event it's going to be, but I just need to go to whatever the next big event is going to be in the States eventually because I never got to go to Bitter Cold. So oh, man. I don't know what's going to be the next thing because I, I do really want to meet everybody. And uh, Yeah, you should. I, I, think I, you, I think a lot of people would be interested to meet you. Uh, and I'd love to do like podcast on the on the road and stuff like that. Man. Maybe do some filming and some skating. It's just that would be pretty epic. What I would really love to do is eventually do something all in one big trip. But yeah, um, it's hard to take in with those trips. Though I mean, I've done a lot of like skate trips, and I, I just I find like for one, I skate sh- I skate like shit on skate true. trips. Like, That's true. Um, and it's because you know you don't get sleep, you don't eat right. Yeah. You know, you're whatever. I don't know. You're you know you're sleeping on a floor. It's bullshit. You know. Yeah. But like. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it, it is fun though. I mean, I'm about to do. I think I told you over Facebook or whatever, but I'm about to go over the pond for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, go do a little like London and Barcelona. Oh, um, shit. When is that? How soon? Uh, that dude, that's coming up quick, man. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, two two weeks maybe, or like two. I'm gonna look at my calendar just to get excited a little bit. What are we on now? It's one, two weeks, about two two weeks and a couple days. Yeah. How long yeah. are you going for? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks? So, oh, that's yeah. pretty good. That's you'll probably when you get back, you'll probably be like, ah, oh, it should have been three weeks. But it's is it like your vacation for work? Yeah, I'm using much? almost all of it. I'm, oh, have... so you, do you have like vacation pay that you're? Yeah, yeah. Using yeah. for that? That's exciting. And are you yeah. going with the lady friend? No, I'm going on a blade trip. Holy so, shit! And then yeah, uh, that's my like, you know, I, I don't. I want to call it a last hurrah because I know like once I go, I'll have I'll get the bug and like um, totally want to go again and stuff. But uh, um, but I, I definitely want to get it out before I'm thirty because like I have a lot of like physical ailments that keep like popping up and stuff. So it's like God, I don't even know. Like my blade ears seem like numbered a little bit and so i'm just like i really got to get it out of the way and like, oh you're just I, overthinking it i think i think you're good and and uh but and and don't don't go too hard just uh yeah i know mm-hmm. man I, I have a real problem with that on, in all honesty like i, I really do really like, it's, honestly i mean what are we gonna we're gonna be in barcelona like what like what am i like just uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like not yeah. too much caffeine Get oh, a lot of oh sleep. party party wise. I, I think skate wise. Um Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh you go hard party wise. Wait, which way which way are you see you're you're talking about health stuff, but I thought you meant like skate stuff, like don't yeah, go too hard. Don't like, go too hard skating. Oh, 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 okay. And then I was uh, I was saying like anytime I've gotten injured I've like drank too much caffeine or I haven't had enough sleep or I've been dehydrated, so 
Or, and then yeah. sometimes you're just so excited when you're. Uh, yeah, it's weird, man. I mean, as a as a thirty year old male, or all you know, are you thirty or no? Yeah, I just turned thirty one in in April. Oh, you're thirty one. Oh, yeah. yeah you get a, so uh, and everything's feeling pretty good. I'll tell you what, though, before we go back to this Barcelona thing, you want to know what fucks me up more than rollerblading? Huh. Sitting in a fucking chair. Yeah. For mm-hmm. eight hours a day. Yeah. Um, so I heard you what, talking about the stand-up desk. Are you still on that or no? Yeah, at home. So all the editing oh, exactly. that I do for yeah. rollerblading stuff and like flip-flops was all edited standing up. And Are you standing up right now? Yeah, I am. No way. This whole time? Yeah. You're making me feel lazy. <laughs> it's very engaging. You can well, like, I don't move like this around one bit. and stuff. You can move around and, and stretch and yeah. Yeah. I'm, Joey, I'm let probably going to try. Let me piss. Let me piss one more time, and then let's talk a little bit more about Barcelona and getting old. Okay, cool. So uh, I'll, I'll just just hang on the line. I'll be back in like two seconds. Okay. All right. Sorry. Mike Torres is going pee, and uh, he actually made me think about something quite interesting. That uh, you know, I don't think about the Volo video as a marketing tool, and that's what it is, but. Why do we still have marketing? So, if the Volo video is designed to market to an outside audience wanting to get in, you know, introducing people to skating, I think it does its job very well. But that's where I get really confused is it's like, do we know how we're supposed to market skating to an outside audience? Like, is that working? Or is that video designed to uh, make rollerblading look impressive to only people who know rollerblading? And that's where you just open up a much bigger can of worms, um, where I think if you combine the art side and, and the entertainment marketing side, that's where Hoax 2 is still a classic. I think All right, Mike, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Yes. I had a, I had a decent rant just oh. to myself while you were gone. Um, oh yeah, I was yeah. gonna. T- I was gonna see if you could uh, cut the portion where I was at the bathroom, but I'm glad you made uh, good use of it. No, I, I'm still kind of like thinking a lot about that Volo video being a marketing <laughs> tool, um, but I won't. I won't open up that. Actually, don't, no, don't, no. Don't tell me what you said about it because I want to like go back and listen to how much of an idiot I sound like, and then listen to this rant and no. hear it for the first time. Uh, you'd be surprised at at how good you sound. Like uh, it's fun to listen to yourself talk. Um, mm. It's very mm-hmm. therapeutic. It feels good. Um, I, but so you haven't been, you haven't been to to Europe and skating no. or anything. It's so awesome. It feels so <laughs> surreal when you first put your skates on. And you're in another country. It's you can't describe, like, the novelty factor. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I don't know. What, you know how we were talking about like blacking out skates or pants, obviously, or mm-hmm. or the bun. There's something about when you're skating in like a different country, um, you skate better. I'm I'm actually going to black out my skates, get a new pair of pants, put my hair in a bun, and be in a new country at the same time. <laughs> you just have no, it can't be factor of. <laughs> yeah, that, and you know, this has been brought up before on podcasts, but there is a reason why we talk about pants so much. <laughs> it, it, it's very important. Pants yeah. are important. Like the amount of movements that we do and the positions that we get into, 
it's really important to have comfortable pants. You know what's funny is when I mentioned that earlier, I wasn't referring to like a pair of skinnies or whatever, like that like looked really cool. I was referring to this one time uh, that I don't know why, but I had this random pair of Senate windbreaker pants. They were like gray and they almost had like, there was like maybe a cargo pant, uh, but they were like almost like windbreaker material. Okay. And I put those on and we're talking like, this might have been 2004 or 2005 or something, but I didn't really wear like baggy, baggy pants then or whatever. And these weren't even that baggy, but for, I remember (laughs) putting those pants on and like going to the skate park and just, I don't know, man. It was was like that feeling, like I was floating, like everything felt so steezy, you know, like when when I was in this like weird kind of baggy, kind of not like, loose I, I don't know these these windbreakers you know like but it was just i think it was just interesting because it was different you know and i remember i that i always like think about that that one session i had in these windbreakers and i don't think i ever wore them again or maybe if i did they didn't feel as cool so i never did or something but i think it's just about like doing something different and like change changing it up for yourself you know novelty absolutely yeah. like uh yeah. that made me think of a weird thing i bought these like cheap roll-up black track pants that i remember i skated really well in there is something about like that track pant material like light uh, material mm. where it doesn't even feel like you have pants on at all yeah and second thing it's kind of funny to think of senate like rebranded themselves with that like entirely new team and like they're almost like a like a sports activewear kind of a vibe like they changed all of the colors and you're talking about like you probably got those pants in the rebranded senate Day, yeah, with right? like with like the sharp yellow <laughs> logo with like the knives or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the, yeah, it was definitely that era. Like, how much money? Do you remember the Daily Bread where they bought like seven ads, and there was like yeah. it introduced it was, a, it, was a, it was a page for every new rider. Yeah. How much would that have cost? Do you think? Fucking, I have no. idea. You had Angie on here. How do you not know that information? <laughs> Todd talked to her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't both of you. No, no, that that. that Todd was too good for that one. Or maybe I was... No, 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 I wasn't on that one. That one was crazy. That, yeah. that like... Some of the podcasts that have happened it just blows me away. That, yeah, not totally. That, well, what blew me away was when I was in at Bitter Cold talking to Leon, and he's like, you should talk to Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, well, well, why? I was like, yeah, I mean, maybe like on... He's like, you should do... Or no, he said, you, sh- you should do a mushroom blading podcast. <laughs> Like, uh, my, my accent, uh, my Israeli, whatever the fuck accent that is, is horrible, but, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's not yeah. too bad. It's great though. Like, like he, he, his accent's great. Like he makes everything sound amazing. Oh man. He's a good guy. Yo, Definitely. I, I emailed him. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like me. I don't know. Like I emailed him and I was just saying, what's up? Cause I like, we really got along at bitter cold and I haven't yeah. talked to him since. Cause he, but he like doesn't do social networking. At no, all, does no, he doesn't. And he yeah. is like busy is like an understatement for him so he probably did get it and uh he's just in the process of running i don't even know how five Five shops now and uh and uh some of them are doing really well and it's getting into like the season where people are buying lots of product and stuff so uh, i think i might buy some is that seattle one open yet yeah yeah i think i might buy something from them mr brian long yeah yeah. It's the shop. One of the uh, 
recipient of possibly best trick of 2012. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, Ryan Long, <laughs> best trick of whatever, doing the, the grind to ledge roll to zero top horn. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. totally. <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely about to say that. Like, <laughs> dude, that was such a good trick. Holy yeah. shit. Hey, we talked about it, I think, on the Cody Sanders podcast where it's like, it had everything. It had everything you want from rollerblading. Cody Sanders is an intro. How did that uh, come about? Like you interviewing Cody? Uh, I think, I think he just messaged or someone messaged that he should be on it, or he messaged that he wanted to be on it. And yeah. So yeah, it's just like anyone who even just messages and is interested in being on, or or someone mentions someone who should be on usually. Yeah. That's how I that feel one like you should probably come in as a second hand, like because I feel like any schmo could just be like, "Yeah, put me on my show." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like when when it comes in a second hand, like yeah, yeah, like you should totally interview this guy. You guys would get along like that. I don't know. Might come off as a little, at least a little more credible. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what that one was, but yeah. Cody's yeah. Cody's funny man. Like I've definitely hung out with that guy a couple times. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen So Long Rodeo? Is that the um, him leaving Texas yes. video? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. It's I've only so watched it once. I always need to watch things like two or three times. But I remember it being it. really good in terms watch of... Uh, I, I, I really enjoy things that are filmed in specific periods of time. Mm-hmm. Like shorter periods of time. So I can't remember how long that was. but It was um, three weeks. Uh, I, I was totally sold on that video in the first shot of the video when he really took his time and all you're doing is like listening to music and like looking at some power lines and then like maybe 40 seconds into the first clip or maybe even more like you see a pair of shoes like float up in the air and string onto the power line yeah. and that was it like it was like this it was like this locked off shot static shot just you know showing the power lines in the air while you're listening to tunes and the shoelaces or the shoe, the pair of shoes, like getting wrangled up there. I was like, this video is going to be awesome. Like this guy, like, I don't know, this guy knows how to capture a mood and that's fucking cool. And like, that was exactly what it was. It was like, it was like, like you you felt like you were hanging out like as part of that crew and like homies with that crew. And that was, I love that shit, man. People who aren't afraid to keep something just on a little bit longer and locked off. And in the internet age, it's really important to have things that might slow you down a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's a big struggle. Like, um, I'm editing. A, uh, it's it's kind of funny. It almost like relates to uh, uh, Imagine Bladeshin or or uh, uh, flip flops, if you will. But like, I, I did like a a tour with some buddies back in 2009, where we we all we wanted to like do a cross country tour, and there was like a lot of us that wanted to do it, and we wanted to do it in like a kind of a funny vehicle. Yeah. So we all like put our money together and bought a like a 1989 stretch limo. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so we did this trip and like uh, I didn't do anything with the footage. Uh, like I ha- I filmed the entire thing like as a full on documentary, but I didn't I didn't like have a clear like message that I didn't really know what I wanted to do with the video, you know, yeah. um, at all. So I. And I got I ended up getting stuck out in California. The whole thing ended up with the car like starting on fire, and like we had to scrap it. It was it was a whole thing, but like uh, <laughs> it was just a story for another time. But uh, so I I just didn't even like I almost like didn't even look at the footage for a while, and like I came out with some just like some sections um, of of people that like 
were in like on stretch tour like just to come out with their footage like just to so they could see their footage or whatever like in yeah. uh some of mine and some of uh, tim adams and and stuff like that and and just so people could see their footage basically and uh but um i can't remember what's going on. oh yeah but i just started editing that recently i got bored one day yeah and i started editing it recently and just because i wanted to like relive it a little bit maybe i, I don't really know yeah um, but i started editing them as like episodes almost like like maybe 10 whatever episodes per city that we stopped in yeah um and and, and it's, it's coming along pretty good i still have a place to go on it um but to come back to that point like it was really an interesting experience like figuring out like when not to cut like when to just like hold that shot exactly what you're talking about like like locking off that shot and even if it's uncomfortable for a little bit but like it like kind of like just sends that message and like when to hold off like bringing in the next track like the mu next music track yeah. or something like that and just letting the natural footage breathe uh, a little bit it was it, it was it was hard. it was like it was almost like <laughs> Uh, it, it, I don't know. It was almost painful at times. Like, like as an editor, uh, like I want to make everything so tight and compact and perfect. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And I just let it. I just let it go. I was like, "Nope, I'm just keeping this shit raw." Like I want this. I want it to just breathe, and I want it to. That's that's what we felt. That's what I want to show. You know what I mean? Like like that. And that's what it was. And that's what it was. I don't want to make it into like this cool, like ultra compact, like condensed. Like man, look how cool we are. Like and look at this crazy trip that we did. You know, like. Yeah wanted like the full length thing to just be like this this thing that was you know there's this, this i don't know but i'm still working on it it's it, maybe it will never come out i have no idea but um it's been fun working on it it's been it's been interesting it's like been a learning experience a little bit you made a really important point that it's uh i think sometimes the sign i mean there's good editors and then there's great editors and sometimes the great editors know when not to cut instead mm -hmm. of when to cut and yeah. that's that's that means that you're refining your craft, right? And then that also changes the way sometimes you go out and film things. Um, yeah. I love that about editing. That you, yeah. It kind of informs what you look for when you go out sometimes. And I've been, I've surprised myself lately at the power of just like a nice, simple looking locked off shot with good sound. Yeah. How far that can go in, in the editing room. I've heard you mention good sound before and that's like, that's very true. Like, uh, it, it's it's something that isn't done often, but when it's done when it's done right, it really affects an edit really well, or, or a video, or however you want to say it. Like, definitely, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's something I think you guys do pretty good. Like, I think you pay attention to audio. Um, I do you, do you well, how do you, do you mix your sound like in post or yeah? What, well, you, um, do you do it in Final Cut or do you what, what, or in, do you do it? I'm very conscious of the levels and. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm very conscious of fades. And so sometimes right. I'll fade some things up and down in specific points. Um, I don't, I'm gonna use probably some compressors and stuff in future videos. Right. But um, it's also the microphone that I used for Mushroom Blading 2 and onward. It's this, it's a Rode stereo mic that okay. has really nice like ambient sound. And then I go so far as to like better than baseball, I'll do curves on audio. So when okay. the skates come, you probably heard me say it before, but like when the skates come close to the camera and it's fisheye shot, right? I like swoosh the audio kind of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. like uh, audio passes, like you would, like you do color correction pass, and then you go through and listen with headphones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 
Like crossfades, like, even simple crossfades are really important, and a lot of people don't do that. Just like right, so so audio doesn't just cut in, and you can feel you can almost feel that first click in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, or yeah, or between clips or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I definitely try to do that, but I feel like my my knowledge of audio editing is like really rudimentary. Like I, I don't really know a whole lot when it comes to it. And like when you're talking about like curving audio up and down when the skate comes closer, I think that's that, that's interesting because I would have never thought to do that. Like I remember hearing you say that a while ago. And I was like, fuck, man, like, that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and the ones, it's amazing for airs sometimes how you can subtly, um, subtly bring it up just ever so slightly and there's almost yeah. like a really light whoosh sound that you can if there's a track over top of it you can barely hear it but it the the ears can it registers i definitely i did one that was uh all um it was all at night i did one edit that was all at night and it was it was uh shot with generators and and we lit up spots and stuff like that okay yeah and i faked all the audio in that, <laughs> and that, that that was one thing. It, it, talking about audio, I, I that really chapped my ass. I never really thought about that before. That was always like some uh, an ideal I had before, like kind of listening to these podcasts and stuff. And so, just a second ago, I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't really think about audio." But I guess, like, really, when I think back, and I'm like, "Yeah, hey, I guess I kind of did." I just never really, I never really thought about it. So uh, you didn't have your mics on or something, and then you had to replace it all. No, I had my mics on, but it was it was it was uh, it was uh, the generator noise. And that's, oh. That was a that's a huge pet peeve of mine when people film with generators and leave the original like audio in, with, with, and you hear the generator noise and it's loud and it's really like obnoxious. I, it I think really fucking is. I've never thought yeah. about that. It is yeah, for it, sure. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. So <laughs> like I just I I either like would have them redo the trick without the generators on um <laughs> so i can get the natural not redo the actual trick but like but like slide the skates, on that yeah. obstacle yeah that same timing yeah yeah or i would use like something that was the same like a grind in my like log of stuff that i had that was on the same material for almost the same amount of time and then had like a nice solid like like thump when they landed and stuff and then and, and i just and, and then i would lay like a like wild sound down like that would be like the same you know what i mean like yeah. so I, I i guess i did like subtle things there you um, go um you know but yeah go like go back and like watch that like, what's that billy edit i love the to billy o'neill like night edit yeah uh it's like a, it's on the usd page it's not on my page but okay. uh it's from maybe like two years ago or whatever but it's it, like i was out there for work and i just like hit him up and i was like hey you want to make an edit and we did it in like two days and it was really cool like it was it was it was it was, a, it was hard work. It was really awesome working with him, though, man. He's, like, a true professional uh, when it comes to skating and, like, uh, understanding, like, working with the camera and the camera person and stuff. That was a really awesome experience. But, uh, um, but yeah, yeah. It's anyway, awesome. I did a lot of stuff for that sound. Like, it's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a – did you – oh, when you make something for USD, like, that was just, like, you donated it to Billy O'Neill to give – to use for USD then, right? Uh, or was that – no. Oh well. That, that's I mean, a paid it was, gig. No. It, I get a pair of skates out of it. Oh, that's pretty good then. Yeah. That's yeah. Like I, I just did like um, some uh, stuff for them for like a, a couple of their flow riders. Yeah. Um, that I have like two on the way. I guess I don't know if I should be. That's I actually really, I that's really uh, 
that's related to the thing I was talking about when you went for a pee, which I won't open up because I guess we'll wrap it up here. I think we're at two hours. Oh. Um, or we'll get we'll get close to wrapping up. What was I going to say? Oh, there's a Vinnie Minton section. Do you remember that uh, that second regime video with like the radio theme? Uh, hot one hot 102R. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> if you ever go back and watch the Vinnie Minton section in that video, I can't remember who. It could have been Mason or some. We were watching it, and someone pointed out that it was the same grinding sound for every oh, shot. No way! No way! And it's not for the whole section, but there's like this. He does a bunch of handicap stuff, and it's just the same sound over. And it could be there's one theory that he's just so good at skating and so perfect no, that no. he just makes the same sound no. every single <laughs> That's time. That's not a good theory. <laughs> that That's was a just bad my theory. theory. <laughs> but That's yeah. somebody who like forgot to turn their mic on or something and just <laughs> That's really funny. I still I to this day fuck up on that one just once in a while. Turn forget to turn the mic on? Yeah, or oh, or yeah. from internal to external? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot to do it today. On, you did? On, yeah, like, uh, I mean, not skating, but, like, for work. Like, I, I was filming some stuff on, like, uh, HPX 170, and uh, um, I, uh, for, I, it, it was okay. It was B-roll and stuff, but yeah. still having the, the, the wild sound, like, uh, in the room tone and stuff would have been kind of nice to have, but I, I, like I, for the first like three minutes I was shooting, I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't have any levels. Yeah. What am I doing?" Like, it's, but I wasn't. I wasn't watching. I it wasn't. I was really just looking at visuals for that, so I wasn't really. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, yeah, I don't think you're gonna get fired over that or anything. No, but I hope not. it's easy to make those mistakes. It's it's insane. Like especially a one man shoot. Sometimes the amount of like mental checks checklists that you have to have going on. Yeah. And still, when I go back and sit down. And and take the footage in. There's always just something little that I feel like I fucked you, up on. Do you do a lot of one man shoots? Uh, for yeah. A job? yeah, 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 quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, the interview stuff, I still find the most difficult to try and like figure out everything. Do Do you have perfect. somebody like? All right, so when you one man shoot, do you have somebody interview them, or do you interview them yourself and let lock the oh, camera off? I did one uh, yesterday where I I did the interview. And had two cameras and a light and like a boom pole attached mm-hmm. to this thing. So yeah, sometimes I'll uh, I'll be asking the questions. I love when someone else is though. I would prefer someone else. Just depends. What what what, what are you interviewing people for? What what if you don't mind me asking? Uh, what what type of work is it? Sometimes it's like testimonials for other companies. Sometimes uh-huh. it's. Uh, interviews related to their business or might be promoting like economic development so it would be about their business what's, what's the company that you do work for um it's mastermind studios is, is the company that i moved to from having my own business so it's a that's really interesting because i used to have a job that was just like that and i and they farm out a lot of work to locals and i was wondering if you were hired by them <laughs> but <laughs> no. No, no, I was like, no. holy shit, do we work? <laughs> it's no. not the job I have now, but it's what I used to have. And man, that's a whole goddamn sucks that we're at two hours. Like, it's funny, like I didn't think we like when we were at the beginning of this, I was like, Holy fuck, like we were about to go in this for two hours, like this is gonna be intense. No, but there's a curve to it. Lot. It takes yeah. about it's like at the forty five minute mark, it just like opens up. Yeah, for totally. some reason. I'm kind of bummed that we're already over. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that was a really awesome period of like my skate life was working for this company that I did all of my work on the road. 
So they were flying me from city to city to city to city. And like, I would just, just, I had like a lot of downtime and I was just skating everywhere. What? Yes. It was fucking awesome, man. Like I really miss those days a lot. Like the job was kind of shit. Yeah. A little bit, you know, it's kind of like a lot of that one man show shooting. Yeah. Um, but when I, it was easy for me cause like it was just easy for me, you know, and, and it's good and practice was, too. Yeah. Oh man. You, you, you develop your people skills yeah. uh, big time because you got to know how to deal with a client. You got to know how to travel by yourself. You got to know like how to get yourself in a new city, around a new city and like check into a hotel and it's like, a lot of responsibility. You got You're responsible for camera gear. You're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for a rental car. You're responsible for a hotel, you know, whatever it is, like, you're, you, there's so much responsibility on the road, but it was an absolute shit job, but god damn it, man, the skating, like, in all my downtime, like, I would meet up with bladers in every fucking city and go skate every week, it was, like, a new park, new street spots, like, the one, there's, like, a section of me from, like, two years ago called Before It's Too Late, and it's got, I think there's literally footage from, like, 14 different cities. Oh, uh, that's so badass. I got to yeah. go back and rewatch that, because I watched, yeah. I loved your uh, your most recent section. It's really awesome. I wasn't totally thrilled with that one, but I appreciate what? it. Like that, yeah. The, that, there's uh, so much injury that I had to deal with that I actually, it was just, it was like a hodgepodge of, like, just clips I happened to collect, you know? It wasn't anything that I, like worked on to create you know what i mean no but, it's still really good it has that what i was saying like the fact that you skate and that you're good at skating it comes through like uh there's cool. just something about people who are who skate and who are good at skating and make videos when they're in a video the stuff that they do is really interesting i don't know it's that i guess we spend so much time like watching skating and kind mm-hmm. of breaking it down in our head Right. I don't know. I really like that launch to Alley Oop Soul. That was my favorite trick of it. I'm it was? Of, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that was one that was in Greenville and that was the first trick I eyed up when I moved here. And when I moved here I had a sprained ACL. So I couldn't skate for about like the first five months or four months I was here and I would like I would see that all the time because it was like that spot is like right next to uh, Dodge's girlfriend's like old house, and we would hang out there all the time. And I would always see that spot. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck it. My original trick that I had in mind for it that I I couldn't end up, not even like a bitch out thing. Like I physically, I don't think that would be possible to do on it. Yeah. Was zero spin, like to sort of bump off the thing, fakey, and then zero macchio it. Like that's what I originally wanted to do. But there is a brick that sticks out. So if you were one footed. You're fucking asking for it, like you really, oh, really asking for it. That you would stick and then fly back or whatever. Right, like you, yeah, yeah. There's I, just there's something about that trick that you did exactly like what I wanted to see. Like you did the most pleasing movement in terms of like it just the alley oop soul and the forwards out. It's like if you saw that. Well, God, I'm not to like wax my own car or anything, but like into I, another I, curb. I I went into the curb, and you can't really tell from. The no, curb. you can't. I gotta that go back and watch what it again. I was trying to do with that, but yeah, and which I did do it. So like in the clip, I was I was actually like really like holy fuck because that was the first time I locked it on, and I was like I literally I just lit, like the other attempts that I had at it, like I wasn't even coming close, and I locked it on and I did exactly what I intended to do, and I was like no way, like <laughs> no way. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, God damn it, Joe, we got to talk again, man. Uh, I, know. I know. I'm sorry to make your thing go over two hours. It's a uh, no. That's it's, okay. I just. Um... I think I'm gonna watch the the movie uh, side effects with with my girlfriend, and so I need to leave enough time to do that. Oh yeah, um, on yeah, top totally. of this. Not that that's you know just some downtime because it's her night off. Um, 
I don't know if it's going to be good, but Soderbergh is he's a solid director. Not all the time, but he's good. Um, I haven't heard of side effects, but I'll put it in my queue of things that I should watch. Um, yeah, put it in. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll tell you if it's good or not. Yeah. We'll see. Very good. We'll see. And uh, yeah, thank you. This was awesome. We'll definitely do it again because I had a bunch of shit written down. We didn't get through all of it. We, we didn't get some through of it. shit. God damn, too many tangents. Too many tangents. That's what it's about, though. That's why we. That's what this podcast is. So Totally. And now that Very I have good. my set, headset and it, I didn't robot out, we're good to go in the future. So thank you, Mike this, Torres. Thank you, Joey McGarry. This was uh, two months in the making, I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And then just before we go, I need to <laughs> – I said on the podcast yesterday, <laughs> this wins the award for the longest-running attempted setup for a podcast. I think the first Facebook message was March 20th or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. almost – yeah, it was two months in the making, but it finally happened. So Pretty awesome. Um, and have a good night, and thanks for staying up extra. Uh, no me. worries, man. And uh, in- enjoy tomorrow, and we'll talk soon. All right, man. Okay, Bye. later.